Welcome to the Everyman's Battle podcast. I'm Steve Arterburn, co-author of the book, Everyman's Battle. In the year 2000, New Life Ministries created the Everyman's Battle Workshop. Now, this workshop's been held monthly ever since, and it's designed to coach and challenge men to better understand their struggles and also how to navigate through those struggles with God's help. The Everyman's Battle podcast contains provocative conversations led by J.J. West and Doug Barnes, their licensed family and marriage counselors, who are also leaders of the Everyman's Battle workshops. Welcome to the Everyman's Battle podcast, a show where we talk about sexual integrity, sexual addiction, and all of the things that that impacts in our world. I'm J.J. West. I'm in studio here with Doug Barnes. Hi, J.J. Hey, Doug. Glad to have you with us today. Good, Good to be here. If you want to dig further into some of these topics, we would invite you to visit www.newlife.com slash EMB. That'll give you some information about the workshop that we put on every month. Helps people to look at this topic from a holistic perspective. Uh, We do those workshops in various cities as well as online. And that'll give you more information on how you can sign up for that. Or you can call 1-800-NEW-LIFE. And they can put you in touch with various resources that will help you to investigate these topics further. Today, we are going to be looking at the impact of our sexual acting out behavior on our wives, how it impacts her feelings, how it impacts her core beliefs about herself, and the ways that she relates to us. This is kind of a departure from what we normally talk about, right? We we normally focus on how my sexual integrity issues impact me. We normally look at my stories of my family of origin stories, wounds that I've encountered, uh, practical ways to change. But today, I really want to turn the attention to how does my sexual acting out behavior impact my wife and how does the way that I respond to the invitation to change, to recovery, how that impacts my wife as well. So we're going to dive right in with the question, how does this primarily impact my wife's heart? Uh, I would start off by saying that, you know, no matter what you might say or what you might believe, because probably you've maybe even had the conversation that, no, I wasn't, I wasn't acting out sexually because you were lacking in some way that you weren't tall enough, short enough, pretty enough, funny enough sexy enough, whatever. I wasn't doing that because you were lacking in some way. No matter what you say, chances are that if you're acting out sexually, it's going to, it's going to target her heart in a particular way where she starts to compare herself to either the images you were looking at or the affair partner or whatever your particular, um, whatever your particular acting out behavior is that chances are she's going to start comparing herself and it's going to start to um, uh, reinforce some beliefs about herself. Uh, would you say that you've seen that in your practice when you've been working with couples, Doug? Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, the first, first thing that I think of here is that it affects just who they are as a woman. Mm-hmm. Because it, the the physical comparison is usually the first, the first draw, right. right? It's like you said, it's physical. It becomes about physical features. Mm-hmm. 
but then after after a little while after sitting with that then it becomes personal because the trauma of the weight of what they're hearing now becomes more real and it becomes a part of the the fight or flight as they hear it over and over mm-hmm. what as they're thinking about it over and over how how that affects them how this made me feel how this made me think about myself how now i've been thinking about being a mom or mm. being a teacher or or a role that i play and it's more than just the physical even though that plays the to me that plays the initial piece mm-hmm. what are you looking right. at kind of where you or, start or who are yeah. you with right right who are you interacting with and mm-hmm. so it becomes about the physical features, mm-hmm. but over time, then it becomes about, okay, so what's wrong with me? Right. What did I do? Right. What did I not do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I not good enough? Mm-hmm. What, what, what could be so wrong with me that you would go do that outside of our marriage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, right. it could be any of our acting out behaviors, mm-hmm. porn, masturbation, mm-hmm. phone sex, chat rooms, Escorts, prostitutes, mm-hmm. massage parlors, what, name a behavior, right. right? And it all pretty much boils down to the word I've heard the most is crushed. Mm. Okay. My heart was crushed. Yes. The day that I heard everything, we call that the day of discovery. Right. On that day, everything in my world, I began to question. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yeah. question who who are you? Who who sleeps right. next to me? Right. Who is this is this a monster? Is this, you know, some Jekyll and Hyde person? Right. Have they ever told me the truth? Was yeah. our marriage ever worth anything? Right. Um, can I ever trust that you'll tell me the truth? Mm-hmm. Because you've been hiding this for days or weeks or mm-hmm. months or years mm-hmm. or a combination thereof. Right. And so there begins to be this this doubt of of who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, who could do this to me? Mm-hmm. Who, who who would who had the audacity? That's a word my mom would say, right? Mm. So who had the audacity to do that to me? And then look me in the eye and say, "I love you." Right. You mean the most to me. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's heart wrenching that that a wife would be able to look their husband in the eye and, and for us mm-hmm. to lie through mm-hmm. our teeth mm-hmm. to protect mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. Not, not, even, not even having the, the courage to, to admit it. Right. right. We have to get busted or discovered right. or outed in some way. Mm-hmm. And so we, it's even hard to come up with, sweetheart, there's something I need to share with you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to just say the truth. Well, I think that's so important, that progression that you've talked about, because it does. It starts with, okay, you're acting out in this way, and I start with the comparison. Oh, does she, is she different than me in what ways, right? Her hair color, eye color, uh, size and shape. Does she do things that I don't do? Does she, you know, does she laugh at your jokes <laughs> that I've heard a thousand times, whatever, right? The, the comparison is where it starts, but then it does progress to, you've been lying to me. 
you've not told me the truth and now I don't even know what reality is anymore. And, and that even activates a wound for a lot of wives of, am I not worth telling the truth? Mm. Am I not worth having an authentic relationship with me? Uh, because you've, you've told me lies. Some of, sometimes it's, you've told me lies from the beginning, right? Right. Since we were dating or since we've been married, like there's never been a time period in our relationship where you were telling me the whole truth. And so do I, do I not deserve that? Do I not, do I not, uh, do I not rate high enough for you to, uh, to relate to me that way, to have the respect to, to tell me the truth about my life and our relationship. Like on the day of our wedding, Mm -hmm. you, you know, we, we sign the license, we eat the wedding cake, we go on the honeymoon and, and there's this inherent trust in us. Mm -hmm. I trust you because you're my husband. You're going to take care of me. You're going to be safe for me. You're going to provide this emotional security for me. You're going to provide a home for me. Mm-hmm. And to learn on that day that for the most part of that time, I was not who I said I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I was imposing. I was an imposter mm-hmm. 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 living a double life. Yeah. I, I, think I, I think you would agree with me that your experience is the same. What I've heard over and over in my office when I'm working with couples the wives will say something along along the lines of, I could get over the porn and masturbation, or I could get over the affair, or I could get over the prostitution or the strip clubs or whatever the acting out behavior is. I could get over that. What's so hard for me to get over is the lies. The lies. The deception. Yeah. Yeah. That that, for whatever right. reason, even though it starts with the comparison, oh, is, you know, what does she look like versus me? The, the deeper wound, the thing that stings most mm-hmm is not the acting out though that does sting it's the it's the lies the deception the telling me you were this guy when really you were this guy right telling me that our our marriage looked like this when in reality it looked like that right that's the hardest thing and and it and does it it impacts how she views her world I, I i always talk about how you know, right after I saw the Matrix for the first time in the theater <laughs> and I'm and I'm walking out and I'm kind of, you know, I know it was a movie, but I'm still kind of touching the wall to go, is this real? <laughs> right. There's a there's emotionally and spiritually for her. That's what it feels like is that her reality just got absolutely turned upside down. So. Let's talk about the impact of the of my acting out on my relationship with her and how she feels about me and how she relates to me, even if she doesn't know, is it only, is there only an impact once I've been discovered or once I disclose, or has there been any impact on the marriage, on the relationship when I've been acting out and she doesn't know she's still in the dark. For the impact of our, of our behaviors has been going on since we first discovered our sexuality, mm-hmm. whether that was when we were five years old, eight years old, 13 years old, 17 mm-hmm. years old, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That first instance colored how we view sexuality, mm-hmm. uh, sexual, any type of sexual behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and so we've talked about in previous podcasts about our, our attachment injuries. 
sometimes this carries over into our adult uh, way of looking at marriage Mm -hmm. where she's been affected whether she knows it or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She, the way that we look at her, the way that we talk with her, the Mm -hmm. way that we, you know, pass a cup of coffee to her, the way that we walk past her walking from the kitchen to the couch, Mm -hmm. all of our, all of us are impacted by that. Mm -hmm. Even if she doesn't know it yet, Mm -hmm. But somewhere usually in her spirit, in her intuition, Mm -hmm. she may not have the verbiage or the language, but she knows something isn't right. Right. Yeah. Something's off. I don't, I may not be able to define what that is, but I know something is off. Right. Yeah. Right. And and think about it. If I am acting out in whatever way I'm acting out, if I'm acting out, there's a part of my heart that I am keeping away from my wife and I'm giving to this other thing. Right. I mean, scripture talks about that all the time, right? To, 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 to not unite <laughs> our members with a prostitute, right? right. Like the, there's, right. there's this sense in which I am never giving my whole heart to my partner. So of course she's going to feel the impact of that. And, and more so I would say, because women tend to be more intuitive than men uh, tend to be more in touch with their emotions than men, um, that they're, they're going to be even more aware of that breakdown than if the roles were reversed, right? Like, like we, we sometimes can be clueless and not know that there's a problem in the relationship, but she's going to know, she's going to feel that he's not, he's not fully present with me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the way that she relays that to us, is usually coming from a a very deep place of hurt. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that hurt is not received very well Mm, by by us, us. by us. Right. And so that only, that only creates even greater distance Mm -hmm. because as we've lived our divided lives, again, we've, we've learned how to be self-protective and, when she starts to threaten that, which I'm doing, whatever the behavior mm-hmm. is, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. Mm-hmm. When she starts to threaten that, then I, because I have such this attachment to it, mm-hmm. now I'm starting to get upset in ways that she's not aware of. And mm-hmm. so she makes you know certain comments a certain way, or she says, hey, we need to go over here and do this, or hey, we might need to put filters on our on our machines and all our devices, right. you know, the kids our, are getting a little bit older. Right. They're going to start using the computers. We need to protect them. And, uh, and I'm going, oh, you're taking away my, my, uh, escape. Right. Right. And, or, and why did you get so upset with me mm-hmm. when I just wanted to put some filters on mm-hmm. because the PTA email said, right. you need to do this right. as good oh, we protection don't need to for spend your kids. that much money. That's a, that's right. ridiculous. We can, we can, we can put, we can put, uh, blocks in ourselves. Right? right. Or, or maybe it's something even less, obvious maybe she says why do you come home from work so late you know maybe maybe you know you work until five and then from five to seven you're surfing the net looking for for pornography or you're in chat rooms and you're coming home at seven thirty, eight o'clock saying that yeah, i gotta work late it's you know it's a really busy season and she's like can you can you please make an effort to be home you know for dinner and then you know why are you on my case you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, get make ahead money for the, the family. Yeah, I'm trying to make money for the family. I'm trying to get ahead at the, at the, at the office, blah, blah, blah. Right. But 
that's not true, right? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to protect the threat against my drug of choice. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, what's this charge on the credit card statement? <laughs> what, yeah. why, why is there four more dollars on, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the gas station mm-hmm. credit card? What you got thirty five dollars in gas, but what's this other four dollars for? Right, 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 right. I don't know. I must have been a drink or something. You know, right, I had to get and, a snack. and we, and we yeah. go crazy, mm-hmm. which ultimately then drives them crazy because they're they're wondering and scratching their head, going, "Something's not mm-hmm. right." Mm-hmm. Right. But I just can't put my finger on. It's it. another way that we are basically creating a world where she can't believe what she's seeing and what she's hearing, right? Right. And so, again, it comes back to this, you know, questioning reality. Okay, so if that's the wrong way to respond, what's the right way? Well, rather than have a denial-laden, angry response, Mm -hmm. what we need to do, first of all, is to get rigorously honest. Mm -hmm. We need to get honest with ourselves Mm -hmm. because... On that day of discovery, from that day forward, everything that that we got discovered with circles and circles and circles in her brain Mm -hmm. and has been from that moment in time and for a lot of wives will for the rest of their lives. Maybe not to the same intensity, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that circles and they think about it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It never goes away. Right. So what that does is it creates a place of, of trauma, mm-hmm. that fight, flight, or freeze mechanism mm-hmm. in our brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there are little things like the credit card statement or mm-hmm. being 10 minutes late home from work mm-hmm. or, gee, you left here with $10 and now you have one. What, mm-hmm. Where did that money go? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're looking now to how to have a humble response. Mm-hmm. What we're talking about is providing space for her, mm-hmm. an emotional space. Right. right. Well, Doug, how do you do that? Well, <laughs> if I don't know how to create emotional space, then that's where a coach, a counselor, mm-hmm. a mentor, or mm-hmm. somebody comes in and, and helps talk us through mm-hmm. this this foreign language to a lot of us called empathy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can I provide emotional space so that when she gets triggered, when she gets a thought about something I've done, whether mm-hmm. it was yesterday or two hours ago or 10 years ago, mm-hmm. all of a sudden she, she gets this thought and says, hey, I need to talk this through. And, and we say something like, oh, hey, look, uh, gee, the grass sure is tall out there. I probably need right. to go. Oh, no, nope. right. hey, the transmission needs to be right. changed in the Chevy. I think right. I'll go do that. Or you know? maybe even more extreme, we say, why are you still bringing this up? I stopped doing that exactly three months ago. Exactly, can't you let it go? Right, right. The the mo- let's move on. Let's tactic. move on. Yeah, right. all old things are gone. New things have come. Come on, right. <laughs> I'm a new man in Christ. I'm a new man in Christ. Yeah. But what happens is, it's not new to her. Mm-hmm. It's right. like it happened yesterday. Remember right. the day of discovery. Yeah. Everything is concrete inside of her brain, and it just circles and circles yeah. and circles. Yeah. And it sometimes it gets loud. Sometimes mm-hmm. it goes to a whisper. Mm-hmm. And on those days as a whisper, that's when we're going, oh, okay, wow, today's a great day. <laughs> we've, we've, we have moved on. We've turned right, the right, page. Right, right, right. Yeah. But then there are those days when it's like a megaphone. 
mm-hmm. a double barrel megaphone and mm-hmm. it's so loud in her ears. Mm-hmm. There are tears in her eyes. Mm-hmm. She's doubled over in pain and mm-hmm. she can't get out of bed some days. And we're looking at her going, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do is to take a deep breath and say, you know what, sweetheart, I caused this. Mm-hmm. I know that you're hurting because of what I've done. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about it? Right. And to, to have that, that humility, which is thinking less of myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and having empathy, which means I need to put myself into her shoes and then look at me. Mm-hmm. And then to have that space and that time just to sit with her. Mm-hmm. And, and creating the space for her to grieve. To right? grieve, yes. She's grieving the loss of what she believed, the image she had of the marriage. Uh, that's that's gone. It's been killed, and she needs to grieve that. And sometimes grief comes out as sadness, and sometimes grief comes out as hopelessness, and sometimes grief comes out as anger. Right. Uh, it's grief is often messy, and I've got to be willing to let it be messy. I I, I say all the time um, when we've acted out sexually, we we've, we've plunged a sword into our wife's heart. It's not fair for us to then be mad that she's bleeding all over the living room floor. Right. We've got to create some space to go. I I caused this. I'll I'll go get the mop. I'll go get the bucket. Right. Right. And I'll and I'll tend to your wounds as well. And that's why in future podcasts we need to talk about grieving. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? Yeah. How does that feel? Yeah. How do we How do we walk through that with them? Absolutely. So, if you want further information on how to understand the way you're acting out behaviors have impacted your wife's heart, uh, her core beliefs about herself, and even the way she relates to you, we would invite you to come check out the Everyman's Battle Workshop. You can find more information about that at newlife.com slash EMB. You can call 1-800-NEW-LIFE and they can direct you there as well. Uh, we would invite you to do just what Doug talked about. Start with getting honest about yourself. Owning your behavior and seeking a humble response that creates that space for healing for your spouse. Until next time, thanks for listening. If you need help with sexual integrity, call New Life Ministries at 1-800-NEW-LIFE. That's 1-800-639-5433 or go to newlife.com. 